God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Do you love Jesus this morning? Can we one more time jam our hands together and celebrate our King? Celebrate our King. He is incredible. He is dependable. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Please take your seat this morning. Hallelujah. It's good to be back home. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And I heard you guys are having a great time. Did you enjoy the Kingdom Culture series? Amen. Hope all of you have joined a, a community group or a group that you are going to influence. Amen. Abola, which group did you join? Media and entertainment, okay. Robbie, it's obvious now. Food. <laughs> Praise God. All right, this morning we're talking about divine release or supernatural release. Hallelujah. I want us to read the scripture starting from Matthew chapter 21 and verse 1 to 11. Matthew 21, verse 1 to 11. Can we read it together? Is it possible? I can't hear you. Is it possible? Okay, so it's on the screen. Let's go one, two, go. coming to Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, who is this? Multitude said, this is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. You can clap well if you are clapping. Let's, let's clap. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, today, I'm not really here to teach. I'm here to preach and declare over your lives as directed by God. So today is more of a prophetic service. I'm just here to release God's word as he has said to do so. Um, the theme of what I'm talking about is the cult that is tied down. The cult that is what? Tied down. What you need to realize is that with God, God is not reactionary. He's not reactive. He's more proactive. But unfortunately for us, when we approach him and talk to him, we always think of him as a God that is reactive. We think that God, you know, is, is very disconnected from what is going on in our lives. So we think 
what happens in prayer is that we are informing him of what is going on. That's what we think. If you notice in this story, they said that there was a coat tied down before the coat was even needed. Are you here, somebody? The coat was already available before it was needed. It wasn't the day that they said we need a coat that the God began to think, where am I going to find a donkey for Jesus to ride? They said that donkey was already what? Tied down. Listen, guys. What God starts to tell you is that the thing you are looking for is already available. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Please, I want you to catch it. Today is a prophetic service. I'm just here to give you God's message. What you are praying about is already available. It's not the day you asked that it occurred to God that you will need it. Oh, somebody's not getting what I'm saying. We always approach God as if we are the one informing him of our need. No, 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 no. In Matthew chapter 6, the Bible said, after all these things, Matthew 6, 32, after all these things do the Gentiles look for? He said, but for us, he said, our father knows that we have need of these things. He already knows the things you need. Are you here, somebody? He already knows. And guess what? He has already provided. That donkey was not created or looked for that day. It was already in existence. Guess what? It wasn't only in existence. It was what? Tied down. Ay, 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 ay. Hey, the thing you are praying for is tied down. You know, before, people will think when something is tied down, it's the, from the village, they are tying it down against you. No, no. This one, they are tying it down for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? They are not tying it away from you. They are tying it for you. It's because of you it was tied down. If they didn't tie it down, somebody else will marry him. Mm. If they didn't tie it down, somebody else will marry her. If they didn't tie it down, somebody else will occupy that position. But it's tied down for you. How you get what I'm saying, somebody? It is what? Tied down. That coat was tied down. Nobody knew why it was there, but the person that tied it knew why. It was tied down. He told them, go into that city. You will find a coat tied down. Tied down. God provides ahead of time. It's not the day you need a job that is just according to God that, hey, what will I do? This my son needs a job. Where, where, where can I find vacancy? Oh, Angel Michael, please check around for me. No! Trust me, all things are working together. Are you getting what I'm saying? Many things are happening now that you will need, that is supposed to provide something for you in five years' time. The process has started now. God is not taken by surprise. Hope you know God doesn't live in time. He lives in eternity. To him, everything is now. I <laughs> get what I'm saying. Next year is now. Ten years from now is now. In eternity, there's no yesterday. Everything is just the same. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? That's why they say neither sleeps nor slumber. Because it's still now. I get what I'm saying. You, you need to sleep and slumber because you are operating in time. He doesn't. I get what I'm saying. He doesn't. Everything is now. So he has already provided. That coat was tied down before that day. It's not the day you pray for your husband that God just begins to create one man. Say, okay, what's on your list? What's on our list? Tall, tall. He just begins to create tall, tall. What else is there? Yellow, yellow. Not that day. The man is already on ground. The woman is already on ground. God knew many, many years ago that very soon there will be a girl called Ada. Very soon there will be one girl called Onye. That we need to marry. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? God already knew. Glory to God. That there's one girl called Nina. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, 
as they were giving back to you. Is somebody here? As they were giving back to you, they were also giving back to him somewhere. He knew ahead. Listen, God knew you will need a house. God knew you will need a property. The coat was tied. The coat was what? Tied down. It wasn't tied down by the enemy. Don't let anybody deceive you. It wasn't tied down by who? The enemy. It was tied down by God. I told them, go there. You will find the coat tied down. Hallelujah. He said, your father knows that you have need of these things. Oh, glory to God. Hey, God knows you have a need of a car. God knows you have need of a house. Glory to God. God knows you have need of a job. He already knows. He said, your heavenly father knows that you have need of all these things. Plural. All these things. So, God knows the only one thing you need. Oh, somebody's not getting what I'm saying. God knows the only one thing. Say, all these things. Glory to God. Glory to God. He said, and he sent them. He sent them. That's what I'm doing here today. I'm sending you. Go and take what is yours. In the name of Jesus. You need to understand the power of sending. If they had gone before that time, they wouldn't release that thing to them. There was the right timing to go. The first time you went, but this time you are sent. Are you here, somebody? They told you no before, but as I going back now, that same place they will tell you yes. They said no vacancy before. It's because you went. Now that you are sent, when you go back, they will make room for you. In the name of Jesus. That thing that they didn't approve, as you go back, they will approve it. That contract they didn't sign, as you go back, they will sign it. In the name of Jesus. The first millionaire that was raised in this ministry was a student. He had a situation like that, where he was making the big money he was making. They stopped him from doing the business there. And he came back to meet me and said, they've stopped me from doing the business. I said, go back. The first time you went by yourself, but now you are sent. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? I send you back to that place. In the name of Jesus. The first time they went, now you are sent. If those guys had gone by themselves, they wouldn't have allowed them to untie that thing. Say, you are sent. I like the way the verse 6 or so says it. It says, these things were done so that the prophecy will be fulfilled. DJ, put it on the screen. He said, all this were done. Yes, verse 4. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by what? The prophet many years ago. Saying what? He said, tell ye daughter of Zion, behold, the king cometh unto thee, and sit upon an ass and a coat. That means, look, he said, you are going because there's prophecy that has gone ahead of you. Hey, you are not a hustler in Lagos. I say, you are not a hustler in this town. There's a difference between people hustling and people going with prophecy. Listen, a word has gone ahead of you. That's what happened here. He said, it is done so that it will be fulfilled, which was said. Do you know how many years ago this prophecy was released? And I told you, God is not surprised. God is not taken by surprise at all. There was a prophecy released many years ago. They were going under prophecy. That's the difference between the person hustling and the person that is blessed. The person hustling doesn't know whether to work. The person that is blessed, it has already worked. That's why we are going. Hey. There's a difference. The court was already there for them. 
They were just going to take it. There's a prophecy that has gone ahead of your life. If you're a member of this house, beginning of the year, God said they will fill our mouth with laughter. That's a word that has gone. If what is happening in your life is not worthy of laughter, there will be a reversal in the name of Jesus. If you have not laughed already this year, you will laugh in the name of Jesus. If you have laughed and you want to laugh more, I decree you will laugh in the name of Jesus. And just like Sarah, you will laugh and those that hear it will laugh with you. When a prophecy has gone ahead of you, it means God has gone ahead of you. Because the Bible says he watches over his word to perform it. God supervises and monitors his word. Are you here, somebody? So maybe you were not here at the beginning of the year when we released that word over the house. But in your own personal life, there are things God has been showing you. There are times you prayed and you'll be seeing pictures beyond where you are. There are times you'll be praying, you'll be having desires beyond where you are. That is divine prophecy going ahead of you. There are times people have even confirmed to you that this is, this is not all you should be. So those are prophecies that have gone ahead. You are not an ordinary man. You are not an ordinary woman. You are not hustling in this town. You are working with prophecy over your head. If another person has gone to untie that coat, they won't allow them. They had no prophecy. But people that are going with prophecy, the way has been made straight for them already. I decree as you go this week, as you go this month, prophecy will go ahead of you in the name of Jesus. And maybe you've never heard any prophecy over your life, but scriptures, the Bible says, is a more sure word of prophecy. In case you don't know everything, the Bible is a prophecy. Because they were written before you came. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't understand what I'm saying? Everything in the scripture is a prophecy. They were written before you came that when the problem meets the prophecy, it's not the prophecy that came to meet the problem. The prophecy was on ground before the problem came. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that which is from above is above all. He said, none shall be barren in the land. Ah, it's a prophet. You are never married. But they've already told you you can't be barren. Are you getting what I'm saying? When I met my wife, I've suffered in Lagos looking for a wife. I finally met a girl I like. She now said, this one you want to marry me. Just know, they've told me I won't have children. I said, who says so? She said, it's doctors. I said, who choose doctors? She said, those people that are wearing white. I said, it's not the scripture I'm asking you. I'm saying, who are they in the grand scheme of things? Who, who, who is it that commanded the thing and it comes to pass? If the Lord has not commanded it. Are you here, somebody? I said, who are they? I said, they don't, they don't have the final say. They say, none shall be barren in the land. I had known the scripture of I even met wife. So it's too late. I say it's too late. It's too late for barrenness to be talking to you now. It's too late for poverty to be talking to you now. Because the prophecy came before the poverty. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't hear what I'm saying. I said the prophecy came before the poverty. Prophecy had gone ahead already. Glory to God. I told her you will have children. In fact, we got angry. We named the children before we married. We had named them. Those children ran up and down. They had name before we married. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And of course, we must use David. So we knew that David would be there. In fact, we did, we're not trying to be too creative. Because what is working, you don't change what is working. Because David never lost the battle. It's a prophecy. Are you getting what I'm saying? In case you don't know, that's the prophecy over this church. When we're starting this church, we say, Lord, what shall the name be? He said, David's Christian Center. I said, I've never heard that kind of name before. Have you, have you heard Abraham Assembly before? Or Ruth, uh, I never heard those kind of things as a name of a church. So I said, God, what kind of name is that? God said, because as David never lost a battle, so will my walk with you be. I didn't know that then. I didn't know David never lost a the battle then. So I read the whole Bible, there's nowhere David lost a battle. Whether he fought against a nation or a giant or a group of people or even a human being, he always won. 
or even an animal, he always won. He fought lions and bears. Fought everything you can think about, but he never lost the battle. So that's a prophecy over you if you're a member of this house. So you go boldly this week and take what is yours. In the name of Jesus. You are not a hustler in Lagos. Your land is already available. Your house is already available. Your job is already available. Your breakthrough is already available. The contract is already available. The visa is already available. In the name of Jesus. Prophecy. So we named the David, Davida. They are all the same David because David never lost the battle. Are you getting what I'm saying, somebody? Glory to God. The prophecy. The prophecy. And I told you that one night, if we, it took about eight years, you see, for the, for the physical babies to come. And one night, before that time, my wife was in a pool of blood. I told you before, she's like, she used to be like the woman with the issue of blood. Her period had no beginning, no ending. She was bleeding. One night, it was so bad. She was standing in a pool of blood like she was urinating blood. Blood surrounded her. Big pool, oh, no be small matter. And Satan began to tell me that, you see, this issue, you can still be a father, spiritual father to the church. You are still father one kind. See, don't let the devil negotiate you out of your dreams. Don't let the devil say, instead of taking donkey, take an ostrich. <laughs> the prophecy said you will ride the colt and you will ride the donkey. That's what the prophecy said. Don't let them negotiate. Say you still be a spiritual father to people you can even adopt. It's still the same thing. <laughs> While he was saying that, scripture prophecy rose from inside me. James chapter 1. He said, in him there is no variableness nor shadow of turning. So every good and perfect gift comes from God. What does no variableness mean? It means if God said none shall be barren, none means none. Don't say in my own tongue, eh, none shall be barren. Eh. Don't let him excuse you from the blessing. He said, they, they say none shall be barren depending on your age. Is that what they said? How old was Sarah when she had her own child? So why are you excusing none shall be barren if, if, if you're under 40? Who says so? Nobody says so. You're the one making Satan excuse you. There is no variableness. This means if you say no, shall I burn any means? No. Everybody is included. There is no variableness. No, it will work for everybody except one or two people. Mm -mm. No variableness, no shadow of turning. That's why I know your blessing is sure. That's why I know your breakthrough is sure. In the name of Jesus. No variableness. Are you here, somebody? So none is none. There are many scriptural prophecies that have gone above over your life. He said you shall be above only and not beneath. He said you shall lend to nations and not need to borrow. Are you here, somebody? None means none. Above only shall be the head and not the tail. He said I wish above all things that you prosper in every area and be in health. He said you will prosper in the fruit of your body. In the work of your ground, in the labor of your field, you will prosper in every area. So even sickness, you are not permitted to take any sickness until next year. Is somebody here? That blood pressure is coming down. That sickness is leaving your body in the name of Jesus. Because he said he was made sick so that through his own suffering, you, you, can, you can be healed. By his stripes, we are healed. Are you here, somebody? There's so many scriptural prophecies. Say you will build houses. It's there in the Bible. You will live in goodly houses. 
Not just any kind of house, but what? Goodly houses. Are you here, somebody? So many scriptural prophecies. So you are not a hustler in Lagos. You are working with prophecy. And prophecy has gone ahead of you. So those men were not going by themselves. There was something bigger than them on that journey. It wasn't about them. There was a prophecy. Say it must be fulfilled, which was said. Must be fulfilled. A decree over your life. Your own prophecies will come to pass. This year is not permitted to end until you receive your own testimony. I say it's not permitted to end until you receive your own breakthrough. Hallelujah. Divine prophecies. The first time you went, but now you are sent. I release you. Go back to those places they told you no. Everywhere you've applied, go and reapply. Everywhere you've submitted, go and resubmit. Are you here, somebody? Where they said no before, they will say yes. Where they didn't approve before, they will approve now. In the name of Jesus. Hmm. Then when they ask them, they say when you get down, you are untying the coat. He said you will find, when you are tying the ass, you will find a coat beside it. Are you here, somebody? He said you will find the coat. That means, you know, all the while we read this story, we just assumed there was one thing that we were untying. Since I was young, we just, the story just made it look like it was only one donkey that, that was there. They said there were two. Have you, did you see it when we read it today? He said there were two. I never took note of that. He said when you go there, you will, you, you will see, you will find the thing as tied and a coat with her. He said lose how many of them? Them. And bring what? Them. So there are two. Somebody here is getting double portion. I said somebody here is getting double portion. Hey, you thought it was only a job you needed, but the job will come with a car. The job will come with a house. Are you here, somebody? You thought it's only, it's only documents you needed. It will come with a husband. The person that will sign it will also like you. And he will be single and he will marry you. Are you here, somebody? There's the attachment they didn't think about. Jesus is one person. He didn't need extra uh, coat. But God put it anyway. God said you will go in convoy. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hey. You wanted only one house. But God will give you a house and give you another land. He will just add extra to it. Glory to God. Double portion. It's your own in the name of Jesus. You will get more than you bargained for. You will get more than you prayed for in the name of Jesus. And lastly, before we go into Thanksgiving, another interesting part of that story was that he said, when you get down, you untie the ass and you untie the coat, people will ask you, why are you untying it? The answer is very important, guys. Why are you untying it? He said, tell them the master. The master has need of it. He's the owner. Oh, are you getting what I'm saying? He said, when you tell them, they will leave it. Because he's the master. There's a reason they call him master. He's the ogre. He's the owner. He's the one that owns the cattle upon a thousand hills. The earth is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. He said, the world and all that is inside it belongs to him, sir. He said, tell them the master has need of it. Hallelujah. Tell them what? The master. Why do they call him master? Because whenever he speaks, nobody can argue. On the boat, they say, master, carest not that we perish? They call him master. Big mistake. Because if you call him master, he masters everything. 
he rose up and spoke to the wind and the storm. They say, which manner of man is this that even the wind and the storm obey him? He's the master. Nobody argues with the master. Are you here, somebody? Any wind, any storm raging against you, we declare it is silenced in the name of Jesus. When they said, who sent you? The moment you said, the master sent me, they will be silent. I decree anywhere they are troubling you, God will silence them in the name of Jesus. I say God has silenced them in the name of Jesus. They will not be able to raise their voice against you. They will not be able to raise their hand against you. Tell them the master has need of it. Are you here somebody? And this is important. Why do you want to prosper? It's so that Jesus can ride your prosperity. Are you here somebody? Why do you want to marry? It shouldn't be to pepper them. That's a small goal. They are too small for you to be living your life to pepper. Are you here somebody? Why do you want a new house? Why do you need a new car? You must attach it to the glory of God. It shouldn't be because of you. Say, when they ask you, why do you want the donkey? Don't say, we're in their need of a donkey. No. Say, the master has need of it. Are you here, somebody? Why do you need a new job? Because the master needs me blessed. If I'm blessed, I can give to the kingdom. If I'm blessed, I can, I can sponsor people in school. Are you here, somebody? That's why we need to be blessed. We're starting our first free school in January. Our first free school in January. Hallelujah. One of the places we fix the free borehole. All these people that live on water. One place we fix the free borehole for them. I found out that they love children there that are not going to school. So I want to set up a free school for them. Are you here, somebody? That's why we need to be blessed. Are you here, somebody? Why do you need more money? The master has need of my breakthrough. If I'm blessed, I can give. Are you getting what I'm saying, somebody? Why do you need another car? I can bring people to church. And also make it on time to church. Because my present car breaks down anytime, anyway. <laughs> Some Sunday doesn't start. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why do you need it? Attach it to the master. Two cannot work together except they be agreed. It's only when God's purpose and your purpose line up that you see speed. Are you here, somebody? When it's only your own, it's moving slow because you're the one pushing it. That's how Abraham got his son. He said, God said, me too, I need a seed. I want to connect this whole generation. So give me a seed. The day God needed a seed and Abraham needed a seed, then they didn't match. Not when only you want it. That's why Abraham was willing to bring Isaac. Because it wasn't only him. It was a joint venture. So when God said, give me the Isaac, Abraham laid him flat on the altar. No, no argument. He didn't even tell Sarah. Are you here, somebody? Because that was the agreement. His purpose and the same way, everything you are doing, why, why do you want it? Say, the master has need of it. You want to marry badly. Why? Because I'm lonely. No. You say, because Lord, I want to have raised you godly seed. It's there. In Malachi 2. It said, God brought two of you together to get godly seed. So you want to marry. Not because you, you, want to, you are tired of being lonely. No. You have been crying over nothing. Oh God, where we when? God, where? I'm lonely in this room. Uh, nobody is lonely. We plenty of lonely. Yeah, the queue is long. But he says, Lord, I want to raise you what? Godly seed. Now your own dream is lining up with his own. Why do you want that big appointment? Say, Lord, there are too many unemployed Christians. If I get there, I will make sure many Christians are employed. I've met many Christians like that. 
Every time they are in a high position, they employ as many Christians as possible. And it's a kingdom practice. It's a sensible practice. Because do you know that cultists employ cultists? Ah, it's only Christians. I don't know this is so. There are some positions in this country you can't enter until you meet in Coven. <laughs> it's cultists that employ cultists. There are positions you can never amount to. Except you are in a certain cult. Because they make sure it's their person that is there. There are some positions you can't enter if you can't speak certain language. Say, so how will you go to Sokoto now and go and speak English? You must belong to this tribe that can speak this language. Can you go and meet Sokoto and be speaking English? He doesn't speak English. Are you here, somebody? So that's why they employ strategically. So it's Christians that just think, I'm in this place to have more money. To do what? Just more money. To travel for holiday. Woo! <laughs> that's not divine agenda. Holiday is not in divine agenda. You will say, I want to employ many more Christians. I've had some friends like that that would have blessed into becoming a MD of a bank or become HR, H, H, chief of HR of the bank. They were particular about Christians. Are you born again? What church? Tell me. Pray in tongue. Let me hear. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so we employ you. They employed many Christians. That's how to do it. So that the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our God. Hallelujah. Yes. So, why do you want the breakthrough? Why do you want a new business? To employ more people. I love it when whatever I'm doing is paying people salary and they are earning money. I love it. I've passed the stage of being happy when me I make money. That one is easy. I've done that long ago. I'm not happy when I see other people make money because of what I'm doing. I like that. Are you here, somebody? That's how you should start thinking. And once you think like that, you see, God's aim is to make sure everybody in the earth is fine. When you join with his own aim, he will make sure you are fine to make other people fine. The hungry person can't cure hunger. Are you here, somebody? And the people of this world, Satan too, use the same strategy. You hear terrorism and all these things. They, are not, they don't borrow them bullet. Oh. They're not borrowing them armor tank. They have all, for you to go and storm a police barrack or storm a, a military barrack, you must have more gun than them. It's not a revolver, it's not, a revolver, it's not a, you know, cock and shoot. Bang. Then you look for the bullet and put on that one. That's not what you take to barracks to go and fight army. Are we, are we kidding, These guys attack army. Not that army attack them. They go and attack army. You read the news. Sometimes they ambush the whole barracks. What are you carrying to go to barracks? Is it knockout? <laughs> Heavy guns. Who is buying, sir? You think they donate this gun? Is it, is it charity? Is it on eBay? People are sponsoring it. They are put that know why they want money to sponsor terrorism. You don't know why you want money. Holiday. And iPhone 13. <laughs> they know why they want more money to buy 10 more thousand more grenades for terrorism attach that your own blessing to God's own that your breakthrough why do you need it say the master has need of it you, 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 don't, you don't pay tight now and you want breakthrough for what you go and donate it to a nightclub you don't pay tight now somebody get what I'm saying that's what kingdom giving does. It finances the gospel. Finances the gospel. Anytime you hear a big program going on, whoo, it's money. Those guys, those musicians don't go to airline and say, we're going for experience. Can you give us a lift? Is that what they do there? You pay your full transport fare. And you go to a hotel and say, we're coming to bless people. It's the work of the Lord. Please give us 10 rooms here. Is that how they do it? So when you are a Christian, you attend the program, you attend the place, and you don't give there, you don't tithe there. 
you are, you are just joking. You have missed the whole point. Are you here, somebody? You have missed the whole point. Why should they untie it for you? The master has need. Jesus will write your breakthrough. Jesus will write your new car. Jesus will write your new blessing. Jesus will ride on with you on that new appointment. On that new position, he will ride with you. In that new house, he will ride with you. Jesus rode that donkey. That's why they went on tight. The master has need of it. Let your prayer point change from today. Don't say, I'm, I'm lonely. <laughs> I'm lonely. That's not, uh, there are many people lonely. Bound to raise godly seed. You see, if you get to the airport and meet your old classmate, he has airpiece ticket, you have Arik, you can't fly together. You're not going the same way. He's on Arik to Benin. You're on airpiece to Portacot. No matter how close you are, your missions don't align. Two can't work together except they agree. Until your mission and destination, life is not run by sentiments. So, until your mission aligns with God and God's mission, you'll be fighting in prayer. When you are, that's why I say if you pray according to his will, that's what it means. When your prayer is according to what his own will, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. If your prayer is in 1 John 5 and go, say when we pray according to his will, he heareth us. When your prayer is, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm in um, 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 Lekki Togate, phase one, and I'm coming to Aja, if you are coming to Aja, you don't have to beg me for too long to give you a lift. Am I correct? You are, you are asking for lift according to my will. So as long as the car is empty, I can carry you. But if I'm heading to Waja and you are heading to Sulere, no amount of prayer can make me help you. You are praying against traffic <laughs> and against my will. I'm not going that way. That's what it means to pray according to When your prayer is lined up, what he too wants to do, you will see quick results. Somebody get on what I'm saying. When you ask according. So you meet your old classmate. You say, excuse me, we are old classmates. He's on airpiece, I'm on Arik, but let's fly together on the same seat. We sat together in primary school on the same desk. So we want to fly together. <laughs> they say, can we see your boarding pass? So you are not on the same flight. No, I'm not begging. But you know what? If you are both on the same flight, in the same place, you can even tell people, so please let me sit with my friend, sit on that seat. It's easy. It's according to his will. Why do you need it? The master has need. The master needs you blessed. The master needs you healthy. Why should you live long? Why do you want to live long? The master needs me healthy to do ministry, to do things for him. Somebody get what I'm saying? The master needs me healthy. I can never forget, Ken Hagen shared one story that they had somebody in charge of their men's fellowship. He was a very prosperous man. He was in charge of the men's fellowship. And this is where those of you that are, that are doing great things in, the, in, your, in your career, you need to bring that same spirit to church. Because you are building a bank that is not saving souls. They are saving money. Come and build God's house too that is saving souls. One will matter after this life. So that guy was the head of their men's fellowship. Also a very committed Christian and a committed giver. And one day he was doing something on the roof for because he was an engineer or so. And he fell down and died. Fell down and died. <laughs> and can Hagen remember the scripture that says, bring forth your strong reasons. And he began to pray, say, God, this guy cannot die. 
said, number one, he's one coordinator of the men in this church. We need him alive because since he has been taken over the men fellowship, it has been they have been doing well. They are growing spiritually. So number two, he's a major giver. If he dies, he's giving that helps the church to run financially. He began to bring strong reasons. <laughs> Before he knew, they sent the man back. They sent him back. Are you here, somebody? Some of you don't realize. See, when Christians die, it's very difficult for them to come back. <laughs> Bishop Waloke shared one yesterday or the day before yesterday of a woman that died too. And they began to pray like that. They began to give strong reasons why this woman can't die. The woman, before they knew, the woman sneezed and came back to life. But as soon as she came back to life, there were tears on her eyes. So the doctors thought it was trauma. She said it's not trauma. That she actually saw heaven. She saw the glory. But God told her you must go back. She mm. said, I don't want to go back. This is not, they say nobody that sees glory wants to come back here. When we, when people live here as if we love this, if you know what you are missing, nothing is happening here. You want to see more, more, more? This, this life is, that's why there, there's a heaven. This life is already dying. There's sickness flying everywhere. People are killing people. Children are even killing children. What are you looking for? What are you waiting here to do? Nothing we are doing here. We are just waiting for our master to come and carry us. Traffic. <laughs> Lucky traffic is not going to reduce. Oh. It's going to increase. They're building more estates and no road. <laughs> so, if it's traffic as your problem, better go and buy a bike now. It's not going anywhere. They're building estates everywhere. In the same one road that we're all using. It's not going to go down. Are you here, somebody? So, that's the reality of it. <laughs> so, she said she saw heaven. She wanted to stay. They said, go back. These people say, you can't stay. She was crying. Somebody that they brought back to life. Oh, that's where she was crying. So what kind of problem be this? You people brought me back here. Why do you want a new car? The master has need of it. Why do you want to marry? The master has need of it. Why do you want a breakthrough? The master has need of it. Why do you want to be a billionaire? The master has need of it. I decree over your life. Let's stand wherever you are and lift your hands up. We decree today is a day of release. Whatever blessing that has been tied down from January till now, I decree it is released in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been pending from January till now, some of you is even before this year, it has been pending. I stand today as a servant of God. I decree it is released to you in the name of Jesus. Wherever it was tied down, because of you, it becomes untied in the name of Jesus. This season, God will order your steps to where your blessing is tied down. I decree, you will not only get the thing you bargained for, but God will add an extra on it in the name of Jesus. Double portion is yours in the name of Jesus. I decree that marriage is released in the name of Jesus. Those children are released in the name of Jesus. That employment letter is released in the name of Jesus. That appointment is released in the name of Jesus. That government posting is released in the name of Jesus. That landed property is released in the name of Jesus. That person owing you, the debt is released in the name of Jesus. The person you are owing, the debt is cancelled in the name of Jesus. That car is released. That promotion is released. That contract is released. That creative idea is released. In the name of Jesus, favor is released. Where you went before, 
and they said no now you are sent they will say yes i say where you went before and they said no vacancy now you are sent they will say there's room for you in the name of jesus it will start to work from now i say it will start to work from now wherever there was sickness or disease in your body i decree your health is released in the name of jesus i say your health is released in the name of jesus you will not die a tenant in this city i decree room is made for you in the name of jesus that landed property is released to you in the name of jesus you will prosper in this land in the name of jesus you will grow in this land in the name of jesus thank you lord some of you from today you will receive a miracle phone call some of you from this week you will receive a miracle email those people you thought have forgotten you they will call you this week those people you thought have rejected you they will call you this week in the name of jesus Hey, somebody's receiving a miracle phone call. I'm telling you, you are going to get a call that you are not expecting. And that call will bring good news for you. I said that call will bring good news for you. Places you never thought you can still enter this year, you will enter. Appointments you never thought you could get this year, you will still get it. Money you never thought you would get this year, you will still get it. Breakthrough you never thought you would get this year, you will still get it. We have untied the coat on your behalf. In the name of Jesus, I say in the name of Jesus, if you receive it, shout amen. Glory to God. There's someone here, you are going to get the biggest breakthrough of your business. The biggest breakthrough of your life is coming in this season. And you won't need to hustle for it. It will be God all through. From beginning to the end. In the name of Jesus. They will call you this week. They will call you this month. In the name of Jesus. He said when you're untying it. They will ask you why are you untying it. If there's anyone. Standing in the way. Of your next level. Standing in the way of your marriage. Stand in the way of your breakthrough. Stand in the way of your appointment. I decree God will silence them in the name of Jesus. I say God will silence them in the name of Jesus. The master will silence them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Can you lift your hand and begin to thank him right now? In your own words, thank him like you know he's done. That's how to receive it. Say, Father, I give you thanks. It is done, it is done, it is done, it is done. Yes, Lord, the release is my portion. The year is not ending without my own. Come on, give him thanks like you know it's done. Give him thanks like you know it's done. Some of you, that job is not even in Nigeria. That job is not in Naira. It's in dollars. It's in pounds. It's out of this country. Zebra da Sakada is tied down, <laughs> but it's released. <laughs> the job is released for me my marriage is released for me the children are released for me come on go ahead and give him thanks come on give him thanks 
Mokodarada Sakada, 